Hey there. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live once again from many caves. As always, I am joined by my two incredible good friends, Bill and Justin. What's going on, guys? What's going on, people? Glad to have you guys back as always. And just to remind everyone that we the best podcast. We We the the best best podcast. Take that, DJ Khalid, whatever your name is. We're also coming off something big, and I have to address something. Remember when we did that episode last week about, uh, what is it, mo- movies that didn't age well? Correct, yep. That is our most viewed mixed bag right now. Nice. At 557 views. Yes. Thank you to all of you who are watching our content. And we appreciate you. I want to just tell you all something. This is going to be a little teachable moment here. Some people weren't too big fans of, of us last week. Not everyone is. And you know what? Everyone's entitled to their opinion. But guess what? You know what that teaches you folks? Like, don't listen to what assholes say. Just keep moving. Because guess who got the last laugh? We did. Let's see. Three people who hated us versus 557 viewers. I'm no math genius, but I think 557 is bigger than three. Am I right? <laughs> I think me thinks you're right, Bill. Me thinks you're right. Am I right, Justin? You're right. All right. So, what do you, what is on our list for today? Well, so our today, topic tonight is we're talking about another controversial topic. Is it yes? Another controversy. Is it controversy fun? Yes. More controversial topics right here on the Superview Show. We are going to be talking about movies that were banned. Yeah, big one. Yeah, you know, there were movies that were banned, folks. Yes. All around this great world of ours. But we're going to be limiting limiting it. Yeah, we're we're not going to go into, like, the full-on in-depth of, like, oh, you know, you know, this country banned that. No, we're just sticking to mainly ones that were banned in the U.S. for the most well, part. Well, the Western. Western. Western movies. Well, I should say this. It's not that we're focusing so much on the Western world. It's that there are too many movies that get banned in China and be here forever. The Arab yeah. world that we would be here forever because you see it on the on the news. You you know the reasons why they get banned, and frankly, we disagree with the, those reasons, but. It's their laws, so we can't really well, do about it. One movie in that realm that I am going to talk about, if you don't mind. Yeah, that's fine. Just one. Okay, so we ready to get down to business? Let's get down on it, shall we? Get down on it. Get down on it. Yep, what do you got, Bill? Okay, so I might as well get that one movie out of the way now, shall I? Um, the yep. movie that is not was not banned in the Western world, but it was banned in another country. It was actually the South Park movie. In Canada? No, it was banned in Iraq. Damn it. Oh, boy. I mean, that's right, funny, funny, too. What was that? <laughs> I okay. said that's funny, too. 
Okay. Justin, you've seen South Park bigger and longer and uncut, have you? Yes, and I know exactly why I rack banned it. And I just have to say, shut your face, Uncle. Uh, you're a na 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 Uncle. Uh. <laughs> Although, I would have found it hilarious if Canada banned it. What's so hilarious about it? What's so hilarious about that? <laughs> if you don't know what's hilarious about that, then I don't know what to say about you, buddy. I'm not your buddy, friend. I'm not your friend, guy. I'm not your guy, bud. I'm not your bud, pal. I'm not your pal, friend. I'm not your friend, buddy. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um okay. So the movie itself, um actually first it didn't get banned in the US, but did you know they like had one less amount of F words to be considered NC seventeen? Oh yeah, that was by design. So they so they they did that to show how arbitrary the rating system was. <laughs> because I think the amount is what five hundred f words, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and they did four hundred ninety nine. In the words of Doug Walker, the nostalgia insert slow clap here. They and because the film itself. Oh, <laughs> I mean, come on! It was actually just think about it though. 499 F-words is fine for an RA, but 500? Oh, no, 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 no. That's too far. And, you know, I think... That's this, why they did it. This film was kind of intended to be the series finale, in a way. I mean, it would have made an excellent series finale. Because it wasn't known if the show was going to get reviewed, for, was going to get renewed for a third season or not. So Trey Parker and Matt Stone gave this film a giant middle finger to the MPAA. Yep. Basically, if we're going to go out... We're going out flipping you off. <laughs> and, yeah. And the film is very... I actually, before we um talk about why it was banned, I actually kind of recommend this movie. Oh, it's fantastic. And you know what? It really... People would think, oh, so it's just a dumb show. But no, it really talks about, like, Censorship and free speech and stuff we're kind of talking about right now. Yeah. How fitting. How fitting. Okay, so now I think everybody wants to know why was this movie banned in Iraq? <clears throat> this movie... Did we show them? Show them what? Not what. Who? Because it's a depiction of a certain leader of the time known as Saddam Hussein. <laughs> Saddam Hussein is featured in this movie in hell. As Satan's lover. As Satan's lover. And as you could tell, Iraq was not... thrilled about this. 
And that's putting it kindly, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yep. Putting it kindly. They were not thrilled about this. But, um... He got the Mel Brooks Adolf Hitler special. So the film it... So the... So the movie was banned... The movie was banned in Iraq because of that reason of because of because of their depiction of Saddam Hussein. And there was actually a rumor, I don't know how true it is, but um let me see if I can find it up here. Um there was a rumor that when Saddam Hussein was captured in like 2003-2004, it mm. was rumored that he was actually forced to watch this movie as a part of his torture. Okay, I don't know how true that is, but... Yeah, so, bad and justified, Justin, or... I wouldn't say justified, but I find it hilarious. It is kind of funny, isn't it? Because you know what? In our country, if they if they did a depiction of whoever, Obama, Biden, Trump, Bush, it wouldn't really be a big deal. Yeah, because half of, uh, half of us would already agree. But you know what? I think that's what makes Trey Parker and Matt Stone so smart, though. Because if, if anyone's ever watched South Park, they poke fun at everyone. Yeah, they they, they call it as they see it. They poke <laughs> they, fun they, at they, liberals, they, they, they poke fun at conservatives. What was that, Justin? I'm sorry. They don't pick favorites. Like, you know, if you watch something like Family Guy, you know Seth MacFarlane's views. Yes. So you know Seth MacFarlane, the show, has a bit of a... Left-lean. A left-lean and bias. Well, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, they poke fun at everyone. Yes. There is no sacred cow. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. 1999? That makes this movie 25 years old this year. JT! JT! No, we're not doing movie commentary on it. Oh, come people, on. people of the Super Review Show, do you want to see a commentary of South Park bigger, longer, and uncut? We have like 30 movies to go through this year, guys, on movie commentaries. Come on. We got to give the people... To call South Park Goes to Hell. Fun we got to give the people what they want, JT. We got to give the people what they want. Do they want it though? Let's put up a poll. I'll put up a poll. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's my first pick. Justin O'Neill. All right. So I was talking to the guys earlier about this. Um 
in the great country of Great Britain in 1984, a moral guardian known as Mary Whitehouse um, who had a hold had a foot in the conservative government at the time um, made it so that the Video Recordings Act would be passed. Um, the Video Recording Act was to um, get rid of the video nasties in Britain. What's a video nasty? Well, that's a movie that appeared on this list. It's a li- it's a list of movies that the British Board of Film Classification refused to classify. The most famous of which being The Last House on the Left. The Wes Craven movie. Now, this movie is... Horrifying. Um, from what I understand, Kat, uh, my my girlfriend has seen this movie, but from what I understand, it's just a brutal, 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 brutal movie that I don't. That it's it's rated, it was rated X when it first came out in in the U.S. and a lot of these movies actually got banned based on just their covers. Um, And some movies got clumped into uh, the list, even though they weren't actually on the list, even. Um, I'll give you a couple examples of that. We had The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas has gotten seized in a couple of raids, along with Child's Play 3. Um... Yes, because um, some people blame that for the murder of a young boy. Wow. Oh, you didn't hear about this? I did not. If you could just give me a moment, Justin, so I can pull up the info. Um, I'm going to pull this up. What I have here says it was subject to a censorous press campaign after it was falsely alleged to have influenced the murderers of James Bulger. That's what I was talking about. It was, okay. a, um, it was two boys who were 10 years old who killed, I want to say James Bulger was like three or four. Oh my God. Um, They splashed when they when they said they may have imitated it because they found him with blue paint splashed on him. 
just like Chucky, one of his victims, did. But then there was this whole thing. The cops said that the the boy's father was not living with him while he rented the film. So I don't know. But yeah, bottom line is if you had any of these video nasties in your store, you were subject to jail. police raids. Like police would come and seize the movies. That's insane. Yeah. Because they're that graphic? I, I, I've I, heard of this movie. I've Here, here's the thing, though. Some of them might not have even been that graphic. They were doing it based off the covers of these movies. Like the promotional images and stuff like that? Yeah. Wow. That's frightening. How like just a picture of it could be like, you know, crazy. And but, you know what? There are still a few movies that are still on the list. Most of these movies got resubmitted and uh, classified. But there are seven movies that are still on that list. Let's hear them. All right. They are. The Beast in Heat, Blood Rights, Fight for Your Life, Forest of Fear, Last Orgy of the Third Reich, Love Camp 7, and The Werewolf and the Yeti. Now, only Last Orgy of the Third Reich and Love Camp 7 actually got resubmitted. And did not pass. Cannibal Holocaust, Cannibal Ferrex, uh, Cannibal Apocalypse, Cannibal Man, Expose, Faces of Death, and I Spit on Your Grave have only been released with cuts to scenes involving rape or unsimulated animal cruelty. Okay. So I want you guys to keep in mind movies like Saw and Hostel got classified. Wow. But some, but some of these movies still can't get classified. So they can't right. get classified. Yeah, they can't get classified. So yeah, that's my little thing on video nasties. Good to know. Okay. Um, J-Man, over to you. The fearless leader has finally been able to speak. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't have much to say on it because I haven't seen the movie, but I do know it was Ben just based on doing my research for tonight's show. Uh, but the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The 70s. The 70s were a crazy time to begin with, but the fact that you had a movie like this come out, was it, Justin, you're, you're going to back me up on this one. Wasn't it because of the um, the promotional images, or was it the content of the movie? Um, 
Let's see. You're our film expert here tonight. I'm, forgive me, everyone who listens, listens to us and watches us. I'm very, um, I'm not knowledgeable extensively on this topic, but I did pick a couple of movies tonight for you guys. Um, and with you to discuss, discuss them, that's all that matters. No one can be Justin and be a film genius. Yes, for Justin is our film genius. Violence, intense violence. Thank you. Okay. I mean, was it leather? It's Leatherface, right? This is Texas. That's that's this one, right? Leatherface is the villain for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Gotcha. I mean, it looks. I mean, I, I have not seen the movie, but I know of it, kind of thing. And like the very fact that you could just search the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974 on Google and safe search will be on tells you something right there too. Like, and plus. Wasn't the wasn't the the the, uh, the door the house on the left, um, the seventies as well? Yes. So that just gives you a hint of what was going on at like the time as well in filmmaking. Like you had the house all the way on the left, or whatever the title was. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Exorcist. I'm sure we'll get that in a little bit too. It's the seventies was a very interesting time for film because studios had a lot less. Money power. or power? Okay, actually both. <laughs> oh, but um, good to know they they were spending less on individual projects. Like there was no such thing as like a hundred million dollar movie at the time. Not till Jaws. But that's what I mean. Jaws was like the first one. Yeah, where people are lining up around the block. The block. The go see the, the blockbuster. Exactly. That's where the term came from. Was exactly. For those you don't know, just really quick, the movie Jaws. The reason why it's called a blockbuster is because people were literally lining around the block on streets to go see the movie. So, and it was very rare at the time, as you've heard many times from me, class, um, for a movie of that magnitude to be released among such a wide. Uh, span of theaters across the country. Usually, what happens is a movie like that is packaged into a roadshow. Right. To have a wide release at the time was seen as a cheap ploy to get as much money as you can um, during the first week. And it was a sign that you didn't have much faith in your movie. Kind of like have, have having a, a review embargo left the day before the movie is released. Ah. Okay, that makes sense. If you want a modern comparison. Good to know. Um, But back to Texas Chainsaw Massacre for a second. I, I, have, you, have you seen the original one? No. no. Neither of you? Okay. I kind of want to see it. Just to, like to say I I've seen it, but I do know it's like it's horrifying. Yeah, the whole like yeah. premise. So, I mean, I've seen the trailer for because for those of you who don't know, I am a trailer nut. But I watched the trailer for it, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's frightening. Putting people on hooks. It's a nightmare. So, yeah, I've never seen this and I have no plans on seeing this. 
Yeah, I I still would like I I would the only reason why, I, the only way I would watch it is during the daytime. And all I, the I'm lights not, better be on. All lights are on. Popcorns in my hand, and I'm watching this in the pure daylight. Then I won't be able to sleep the next night. But that's that's the point, though. So yeah, wow. kind of remember. Um, anything else for Texas Chainsaw Massacre before we go over to Bill or Justin? Nah, I'm good. Justin, you got anything else for this? Nope, I'm good. All right, Bill. Okay, it is time. I am going to talk about one of the most controversial movies ever made. Forrest Gump. I'm just kidding. And this is a movie that is still banned in many countries today. Which one? Justin, since you're our resident film nut here. Are you familiar with a movie called Sallow, 120 Days of Sodom? I am not. Well, guess what, my good man? Today, you are going to hear about it. Oh, God. Doesn't even look disturbing, does it? It doesn't. Oh, you know what? I think I have heard of this at one point. Have you ever watched it? No. Uh, Guess what? Don't. Don't. I watched, um, I watched parts of it. I never sat down and watched the whole thing. And guess what? What? I have no plans on doing it anytime soon. What is it about? What was that, Justin? I said, got it. Okay. What is it about? Okay. It takes place in 1940s Italy. During the fascist... When a fascist government takes... Takes boys hostage. And... They're a like a fascist government. And they're basically doing these awful, awful things to them. Like they are so awful. I can't explain it without getting without this video possibly getting flagged. So I'm not gonna go into too much detail. But they torture these people. People, they torture them. And the libertines who are the men in charge, they're a bunch of sadistic. They are a bunch of sadistic. Oh boy. Sadistic psychopaths. And that's being too kind. Like, I'm going to say this. These people make Hannibal Lecter look like look like a choir boy. Do you know what I just said, Justin? Yeah. These people make that, Hannibal Lecter look like a choir boy. That's crazy. And I'm not going to tell you the ending, but I'm just going to say this. It's very, very disturbing. The ending is su- no saying it's disturbing is an understatement. It's yeah, but you know we're here to talk about why this movie got banned, and the movie 
it actually got rejected for screening by Italian censorship, but it received approval in December of 1975. And, and it was withdrawn three weeks after the film's Italian release. And then in 1976, and it was formally banned for its for its graphic portrayals of something I can't say on online torture and murder, mainly of people that are eighteen or younger. And the film was not banned in the U.S., but it was given a limited release. And I think this was one of those film nasties. It was rejected by the, Justin. Let me see. It was rejected by the Bill British Board of Film Censors in 1976. I'm looking, I'm looking. And then it was, and then it was screened at the old Compton Street Cinema in Soho in 1977. And, and it, and in an uncut and without certification from the BBFC, Secretary James Furman, the premises were raided by the Metropolitan Police after a few days. And then a cut version was prepared again under Furman's supervision, but without formal certification. And it was subsequently screened on a cinema club conditions in, for some years. And then in 2000, in an uncut form, the film was finally passed for theatrical and video distribution in 2000. Jesus. And the movie was banned in Ontario, Canada. That's and... why I couldn't find it. <laughs> what was that? But that's why I couldn't find it. Why? Because it was banned in Ontario, Canada? No, not just that, because it's banned in more than one country. Oh, so that's in a different section. Oh, so those yep, are films. So those are films that are specifically banned from just one one country. Um, there are there are several lists, and right now I'm looking at one that is several countries. Um, and, and yep, I see it Salo or the 100 day, 20 days of Sodom. What countries did it say banned in? Australia, Finland, Iran, New Zealand, Sri Lanka. However, the ban was lifted in Australia, Finland, and New Zealand. Yes, the film was banned in Australia in 1976 for. Reasons of indecency, and again, that's being way too kind. The film was then, the film was then passed with an R rating, R18 plus, 
in July 1993. Hmm. And the same in New Zealand. New Zealand was then, it was originally made in 1976 and then was, and then it, it was with special permission granted for the film to be screened on, at a film festival. It was, the ban was lifted with special permission in 1997 and the DVD, and it wasn't released into like home media until 2001. Even even though it's not banned here in the U.S., it's still extremely hard to find copies of this movie. And the copies that are that are available, I looked mm -hmm. on Amazon today, not sponsored, by the way. We're not sponsored by them. You know how much a copy on Amazon is? Oh, uh, yes, 120 you're in the ballpark, $114. Wow. Yeah, why are always like those type of movies? Why do they always like jack up the prices on them, Justin? Scarcity. Was it for like skate? Is it for like... Is it like because... People for like film collectors or people who actually want to watch the film or yeah um supply and demand um if it's a film it's some might consider it lost media unless they get a copy you know it's. I understand it's not a pleasant watch, but you know. No, I've um, watched scenes of it, Justin, and I will never watch this movie in full because I understand that. The ending of this movie is insane, and that's being too kind. I oh. Alright, take a breath. Thinking about it gives me the whoa. You know what? Maybe we should move on and talk about something a lot more lighthearted. BDSM. Oh, that's so lighthearted. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, just, just type in them. <laughs> uh, Thank you. Careful with that search. Oh, I know. <laughs> so what countries was this movie banned in? Oh, get ready. Been banned in Kenya, Indonesia, United Arab em Emirates, Cambodia, Papua New Guinea, and India. For those countries, it's unspecified reasons. But in Malaysia, it is banned for its sadistic and un unnatural content. Okay, I don't like the movie. But 
do y'all think they're going a little far in that? I can agree with you on that. I mean, look. BDSM's not everyone's stroke in life, but if that's your thing, what you do as consenting adults is your thing. So, I wouldn't call this movie sadistic and unnatural. I would call it an abomination of cinema, but <laughs> not sadistic and natural. Justin, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but weren't the taglines there, like, for the reason why it was rated R, like, the actual, you know, when, when the MPA gives out ratings, they're like, oh, well, you know, they have to give a certain reason why the film is rated the way it is. Correct me if I'm wrong, they said, so, so said they gave the same tags for this movie as they gave Deadpool. Did you know that? Wait, what? They gave Deadpool the same exact R rating reasoning because of at this at the same as Fifty Shades of Grey. Did you, did you know this? They said uh, graphic nudity was one of the reasons why it was rated R. Okay. Right. I just find it funny how Deadpool had the same rating as this for those reasons as well. <laughs> it's like sexual content and graphic nudity. Yeah, but I mean, Deadpool. Those those listening, listening. I'm pretty sure Deadpool also had graphic violence, though. No, no, no. Deadpool had strong violence. Yes, that was one of the reasons why it was rated R. But still, the, the the very fact that Deadpool had the same like other taglines of strong sexual content and graphic nudity. That's what Fifty Shades of Grey had. I mean, think about that for a second. That's. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I remember so clearly when that. Here's that the came. thing, though. Fifty Shades of Grey with blood. I, I, I'm scared to imagine what oh, that stop. would be. Let, let, let's let's not go there. Let's not go there. Let's, let's not go there. Fifty Shades of Grey with blood. Yeah, that might be a little bit too much there, bud. Let's be real. But I mean, it was a global phenomenon. It was like three books, and they made three movies out of it. So. You know, yeah, it was a horrible movie. You saw oh, the here, or no? I didn't need to. I saw the trailers. <laughs> I didn't need to. I saw the trailers. <laughs> I like that. I didn't need to. I saw the trailers. Someone make that a t shirt. I'm waiting on that. Go on. Um, here's a fun little fact, though. Even the while the movies were banned in, in the United Arab Emirates, the books weren't. Really, that's interesting. And, and the books can be displayed prominently in bookstores, including Abu Dhabi International Airport. Really, that's so. If if you're waiting for uh, your Uber in Abu Dhabi, um, you can read all about the exploits of uh, Doctor Gray. Yeah, whatever his name is. 
Charles Gray. I don't even know what his name is. What is his name again? Who is in this again? It was Dakota Johnson and what's the guy's name? Um, Did they switch Jamie actors Dorman. too? Jamie Dorman. Jamie Dorman, thank you. But they changed actors like twice. It's like this guy can't do it. That's <laughs> kind of funny. They they didn't change actors. Wait, they didn't? No. Oh, I didn't. I thought Even that they I... probably should have because apparently they had they had no chemistry. Um, maybe, maybe they should have. You know. Fifty Shades of craziness. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Fifty Shades of. Fifty Shades of Tay. That's someone's username on Instagram. Do you remember when that movie came out and it was like everywhere? Yeah, the publicity was ever the fact that Universal got the rights to it at the beginning with it was like Jesus. Nuts. I, I just thought, okay, it's coming out, it's rated R. They they toned it down. From the from, book? From 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 what I understand about the books, you can't do that with an R rating. You have to go that extra mile. With NC seventeen? Yikes. It's an erotic romance. <laughs> How crazy can you get with that? Let's be real. You can get freaky with that. <laughs> freaky. Oh, boy. A lot of rubbing of body parts here on the Super View Show's Mixed Bag tonight, guys. <laughs> oh, we're getting A really... lot of talk. It's ridiculous. Um, all right, is it my turn or no? Yeah, it's your turn. Your turn all right, well, thankfully, our fearless co-host, Allie, has been messaging me like crazy, saying, bring up this one, bring up this one, bring up this one. Uh, and, I, and this is a movie that I actually have seen years ago. When it, not when it first came out in theaters, because I was a little too young for it, but The Da Vinci Code? Hmm. It was banned. Uh, Where? Because of religious sensitivity? I, uh, I mean, if that makes sense, like because like religious sensitivity, it got banned. Vatican by like the certain yeah. So that's pretty much it. But it was interesting how like I remember when this movie came out. Too. It was a really good movie. I just I didn't realize it was like Tom Hanks was like, hey, you know, hey, our movie's getting banned, guys. <laughs> yeah, because of its religious context in the movie. I don't really rem I, I remember watching it once, but I barely remember it. I saw it once too. It was that was two thousand six was a long time ago, guys. It really was. It was like four no. How many years ago now? Fifteen? Eighteen? Two thousand six was eighteen years ago. Process yeah, that for a second. It was. Oh god. Who feels old? Who feels old, guys? Let's be real. I feel old. I can't even. But, but the Da Vinci Code. It was based on a book. Uh, Angels and Demons was a, a part of it too. Um, I don't know. I just 
because of religious sensitivity got banned. That's all she told me. But I wonder because it was the first time I said, hmm, I, 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 I forgot about that. I got to bring it up. So. So I had to bring this up. Yeah, I could see why. Because yeah, religious context, I mean, it was also like a crime thriller. Like the the Vatican is after Tom Hanks or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know either. if it was the first or the second one. I do remember there was this priest. He was like from Ireland or Northern Ireland or something. Yeah, and I remember he um he was first at helping them, but he got into a fight with like one of the cardinals, and he was saying like, "It's like if it's all the signs, then what is there for God?" And then he lights himself on fire and dies. Yeah, there's a lot of religious stuff about this series of books and stuff, and then the movies. Um, yeah, it's a little much. Truthfully. Tom Hanks, you're the man. We love you. Hey, he is Tom Hanks. Uh, anything else for uh, the Da Vinci Code? No, not really. You, Justin? You remember nope. seeing it, bro? Um, I saw bits and pieces of it. Okay. It's a good movie. It's always on TV, so. Yeah, just give it a watch. Okay, since we're on the topic of religion, Justin, we're bringing religion into this. Oh, Lord. Huh. Wait, and I think I know which one you're about to get. What is it? Is it the last temptation of Christ? The last temptation of Christ. Guess what? What? We Did swipe we? right. We swipe right. Good God, here we go. JT, we haven't swiped right in a while. I think it's best we see other people. Yeah, um, sorry, bud. <laughs> but anyway. You want to both? You want to talk about? You both want to talk about this, Justin? We both talk about this one. Kill two uh, birds with one stone, guys. Kill that, two Justin? birds. You go first because I I found a pretty fun story about this. So anyway, this movie was actually based on a book. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, Maracas or the Bible. I'm just kidding. No, it was actually based off a book called by Nikos Kasantaka. Kes He's a Greek dude. Yeah, some Greek guy. And the book itself was blacklisted by the Vatican. Hmm. So, yeah, when Scorsese was making this film, he pretty much knew he was playing a fire. So the film is about the... It's about Christ's... Because there is a part in the book, I don't know if it's in the movie or not, but there's a part in the book when Jesus is on the cross dying and the devil disguised as a little girl says, you don't have to die now. You can come down now. You don't have to die. But he resists and accepts his fate. And there is also a scene when he's on the cross, he's imagining, you know what, we're adults, are we? He's imagining having sex with Mary Magdalene when he's on the cross. So a lot of religious leaders were not too thrilled about that. Can't imagine why. Um, and also, and also, this film, not banned in the U.S., but this movie got very 
this movie was very... A lot of people were not happy with this film. It... It, um... Mother Angelica from EWTN called the movie Blasphemous. And a lot of movies and a lot of films are still, you know, censorship and bans. Mother Angelica, a Catholic nun and founder of EWTN, described The Last Temptation as the most blasphemous ridicule of the Eucharist that's ever been perpetrated in the world and a Holocaust movie that has the power to destroy souls eternally. The movie was banned or censored for several years, such as in Greece, South Africa, Turkey, Mexico, Chile, and Chile. Mm -hmm. And Argentina. And Colombia. And Colombia. And the Philippines. And Singapore. Yep. The f And... And the movie is, and, and you want to know something, Marty Scorsese got death threats. Mm. Roger Ebert wrote a book said Scorsese by Ebert, and when he wrote the reaction to The Last Temptation of Christ, by the way, Ebert actually said he liked the movie. Right. Sazy was targeted by threats of Jerry Maids of a bunch of TV evangelists. You know, just like what Jesus told you to do. Mm. Didn't these people actually, you know, read the Bible? Jesus says, turn the other cheek, not send death threats. Yep. Yeah, maybe these assholes should actually read the Bible, not beat people over the head with it. Okay, but that's another rant for another day. Hey, Bill, guess what? Amen. Well, thank you. Scorsese had to hire bodyguards during public appearances for years. And you think that's as bad as it gets, do you? Guess what? It what? gets worse. It gets worse. Let's see if I can find it. In in Octo on October second, nineteen twenty second, nineteen eighty eight, a a small Catholic group, literal in France, integral an integralist Catholic group that means a a fundamentalist Catholic group set. Fire to a movie theater in St. Michael, France. Because they were showing the movie. They burnt down a theater over this. That's crazy. And yet, nearly 20 years later, the passion's okay. But this got... Right. It the it, it, it's funny, because listen to this. Some fundamental circles even refuse to see his movie Silence 
you know, the movie about the Jesuits who went to Japan. Really? That's interesting. Because it was directed by Scorsese, who did the who did Last Temptations. They went to support Hacksaw Ridge instead, directed by Gibson, the director of The Passion. Because, and like, listen, um, we're not here to give you a theological, we're not priests, we're not pastors, we're not theologians. But, you know, because a lot of people find it because it kind of humanized Christ a little too much and not divine. And didn't portray him as divine, but portrayed him more as human or something like that. But the end of the day, and listen, we're not telling you all what to believe. What you believe is what you believe. But I think, you know, it made this movie made Christ look more human. And And isn't that what the Bible told us is well, he's, he's also fully human and fully divine. Fully right? human and fully well you have to kind of understand the fully human part. Well, I think the passion is just two hours of a man getting beaten to a pulp. Of Jesus getting beaten to a pulp. But, um, yeah, but that's interesting about, um, silence that they wouldn't go see that because, God, over almost like 30 years and they're still, and they, they're still a bad, and they're still bitter about that. What do you think about that, Justin? They're still bitter about that over 30 years later. You know, all the grudge. Don't they know how many movies he's made since then? Mostly about crime. Okay, good point. <laughs> point taken. <laughs> oh yeah, The Last Temptation of Christ. It's still banned in many countries today. Yes, but listen to this. Um, This is a, another story I wanted to tell you. So... A few cities actually did try to uh, take legal action against the film. In 1988, Pensacola, Florida actually passed a resolution to make it illegal to show it in the city. Okay. There was a theater that was going to show it anyway. The judge nullified the resolution hours before the first screening. A studio rep had to actually run to the county border with the film reels until he got word that the screening was going to happen. And you know what? Good on that judge because listen, whether you agree with this or not, this is free speech. Like Justin, this is considered speech, is it not? Of course. It is. And that resolution, if anyone who has Listen, we're not lawyers. God, we're not a lot of things. We're not clergy. We're not lawyers. We're not a lot of things. We do a podcast from our basement, okay? Okay, two of us from the basement, Justin from his bedroom, but... But the thing is, like, any of these movies, like, listen... I think banning either of these movies is a grave violation of the First Amendment. Yeah. And I know other countries have their laws. We're not saying whether we agree with it or not, but 
we're speaking from a, an American perspective because we are American. But this that that is the Pensacola thing. That is a blatant violation of the First Amendment. Yeah. Oh, here's a fun one too. What? You know how he said that Mexico banned the film, right? Yes. Well, it got um, unbanned in 2004. Really? Guess what it opened up against? The Passion. Yes. I I wonder what it was. I wonder what and it, it and what? it actually did good business because people confused the two movies. Well, whoever planned that reading, that that screen in, that yes, release date, all I can say is well done. Well played. When you say it's well played, Justin. Mm -hmm. So people got this and the passion confused. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, The Last Temptation of Christ. So Willem Dafoe, before he was the Green Goblin, he was Jesus. Yep. The more you know. Uh, all right. I mean, Mark Hamill, before he was the Joker, he was Luke Skywalker. No, no most people know that. My turn? It's your turn. All right. That's one together. I don't know if either of you knew about this, but... I did my fair share of research, and I have seen this movie too. But kind of sticking with Christ to an extent, on screen at least. Well, sort of. The Life of Brian. Ah! This movie I was banned. The, <laughs> A film so funny got banned in Norway. Yep. Looks like Norwegians... Don't have a sense of humor. What do you think, John? No offense to our Norwegian viewers. Our Norwegian listeners, we love you. We still You're love you. We love you guys. We know that we, we I check out my analytics every week for our show, and I know that our listeners in Europe, we love you. You know what my favorite part is? What's uh, that? Just a joke game. Just, just a joke game. Like, uh, or Biggest Dickus. What's wrong with Biggest Dickus? I have a very great friend in dreaming biggest dickus. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, it's... So from the crew who the the cast and crew who brought you Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Uh and would later bring George you Harrison. What's that? Funded by George Harrison. Funded by George Harrison. And actually the I most have a movie ticket ever made. Yep. How much was tickets? No, his movie ticket was a hundred thousand dollars. Oh god! Because he helped finance the movie because he wanted to see the movie. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That was a that's a a wild fact with Justin. So, woo! Yes. Um, I don't know. I, I've seen the movie. I I I don't know. Do, do we know why it was banned though, Justin? Bill? Anyone? You, you, um, you want to well, chime in? Blasphemy. That's it. <laughs> well, the reason do you need with Christians? I'm sorry, Bill. No what offense. Are you, what are you apologizing for? 
I, I said blasphemy. What other reason do you need with Christians? Well, got banned in Norway. Banned due to jokes deemed to offensive to religious people. Okay. In Norway. It got banned in... South Africa. Oh. It was banned under the apartheid regime because of religion because of blasphemous content. Okay. And yeah, I think those are the only two countries that got banned in. That's interesting. And and you know, when we brought up the passion, the funny story is they released it the week same same time the passion came out, so they could uh milk it. So Monty Python milk it. That's funny. That's funny. And also a funny story is um a very dear friend of ours, I'm not gonna say who it is, but yep. his father went to Catholic school and they said anyone who's going to see this movie this weekend is gonna get suspended. Really? And the people from the school literally waited outside the movie theater. Yeah, literally just just a life moment for anyone who's aware of this. If you if you tell someone to not do something, they're going they're do to it. do it. They're gonna do it. Like, like a, I think it was a priest and a nun literally waited outside the theater to see if they recognized any students. I'm like You guys ever heard about the story of Billy Joel's only the good day young, like the Seton Hall bandit, and they're like, What do you not want us to hear? And then it became a huge hit. And then and, Billy, and then he's like, Yeah. Like, hey, Seton Hall, thanks so much. Please ban my next record. Because if you tell people to not do something, they'll do it. They'll do it. And what do you not want us to watch? We're going to watch it. <laughs> and listen, to the priest and not who were like literally waiting outside, don't you have like homeless people to go help? Exactly. Don't you have to go do what Jesus said and feed the hungry? Feed the homeless, feed the hungry. I don't know. You know, like what it says in the Gospels, not sitting around a theater to see if you recognize students who are watching Monty Python. I'm <laughs> sorry. People who do that, you have just way too much time on your hands. Stick said it themselves. They have too much time on their hands, Bill. But there's, there's one thing we should One thing that's actually kind of funny about Life of Brian. What's that? The final song. You all know it. Always look on the bright side of life. Oh my god! You know, here's some kind of funny, but something morbid. That is like the most popular song played at British funerals. Is it really? Yeah. This has been with Bill. With Bill. Oh, random facts with Bill moment, everyone. What do you think of that one, Justin? That it's the, one of the most popular songs to be played at British funerals. I'm pretty sure you've told me that a few times. And Green Day covered it live when they were over in England. Yes, they did. On their uh, one, couple of their tours. There's something you've forgotten. Always look on the bright side of life. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> But needless to say, Life of Brian got banned, guys. But life, life is a piece. Of, when you look at it, I really I hope my my uncle's watching this. I'm going to show him this one day because he says his name is Brian. So we're going to have to show him this. So, anyway, this yes. Oh my god! So this movie got banned.
And Monty Python, again, they released it the same time as, as The Passion, so they can milk it. I'm like, brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah, the, the humor of Monty Python is hard to replicate in general. Like, actually, it's really hard to... For those of you who have never seen any of the Monty Python movies or TV show, you're missing out. It's incredible. Truly incredible. So, but yeah, that's my pick was Life of Brian. Got banned for overutilizing uh, Christian and Catholic uh, everything. <laughs> but that's what Monty Python does best. Hey, if you know... If you know Monty Python, you know. They make so many jokes at the Catholic Church. Oh, they make jokes about everything. They're like the, the precursor to South Park in a sense. They kind of were. If, but British, not Canadian or American. Very right. So, anyways. I got, yeah, I got another one. Justin, I think this is something you had as well. You might have had. What? Clockwork Orange. I was in prison uh, at some point. Yeah. But you had a yeah. two JT? We all well, we could start seeing each other again, Bill. We all swipe right. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a three swipe here. Three. Yes, but go on. Why, why don't you shed some light and then we'll just chime in on the clockwork orange? Okay. Again, the seventies, but go on. Justin, would you laugh at me if I told you I've been a little scared to watch this movie? Yeah, it's a disturbing one. I am you, too. I want to see it, but it's, it looks terrifying. Have you watched it, Justin? So there is no blood or anything like that in the movie. But it is intense in its violence. It, it involves rape. Um... Mm. Beating of the weak and the uh, vulnerable. It's some of the acts in this movie are heinous, but the acts themselves in a volume in a vacuum, like yeah, they're bad. It's it's bad. Yeah, I think at the time I couldn't really understand what exactly was going on, so I wasn't exactly as creeped out as I should have been. But if I were to watch that movie now, um, I don't think I would be able to sit through it. (laughs) I see it on Netflix. Sometimes over the years, and I think, is today the day I'm going to watch it? Is today the day I'm going to watch it? I'm like, yeah, no, I don't feel like it. Yeah. This is a movie that I don't want to. And let's just say this movie will never let you listen to the song Singing in the Rain ever again the same way. But the U.S., it was actually given an X rating in its original release. And Kubrick replaced 30 seconds 
30 seconds of sexually explicit footage from two scenes. So it could obtain an R rating. Jesus. And the National Catholic Office of Motion Pictures rated it C for condemned. A rating which recommended against Catholic C in the film, and the office abolished the condemned rating in 1982. Subsequently, films deemed to have unacceptable levels of sex and violence by the Conference of Bishops and rated it O for morally offensive. And then we go to Britain. Oh, yes. Britain, where thanks to the uh, crimes, the copycat crimes and rapes that were happening in the in the news, Kubrick voluntarily withdrew the film from distribution. And Mrs. Kubrick Stanley, Christine Kubrick, Stanley's wife, said that the family received threats and had protesters outside their home. Jesus. But you know what? I want to ask you all an interesting question, because we're all smart folks here. And do you think when copycat crimes of movies happen, do you think the directors are to blame or the distributors of this movie or? Justin? Um, so, when you're putting out a piece of art like this, I do think that this is what people were trying to avoid when they were creating the Hayes Codes. They were trying to create the... Uh, to prevent people repeating what they see in movies and TV thinking it's acceptable and this happening. But... At the same time, I do think that people need to be responsible for their own actions. So. Oh, 100% agree. So it's really tricky. Um, and I'd be curious to hear why Kubrick felt the need to make this film. Like, what drove him to it? where he felt like, I need to tell the story. No, it's not based on a book, is it? It is. It is. Oh, okay. Well, the thing is with this movie is, you know, I agree with everything Justin said. People, like, because, like, when we were young, you know, Justin and I, JT, were four years older, so... But, you know, when there was, like, Columbine happened and people were going after, like, oh, it was heavy metal music. Oh, it was violent video games. Mortal Kombat. Like, when a lot of these cop, well, a lot of when these things happen, they blame heavy metal music. They blame violent video games. They blame 
violent television shows, violent movies, then listen. And I think a part of those, I think there's a mental health factor and all of that. I think some people, some people can watch these type of movies and not have those thoughts and not lose it. But there are people out there who can lose it over something like the barista at your local coffee shop getting your order wrong. Getting their order wrong. Or the receptionist at the doctor's office mispronouncing your name. Like stuff like that can push them over the edge too. So do I think people are responsible for their own actions. I don't think people should be blaming works of art when these things happen. I think that's the person themselves, not the movie itself. And I can understand why Stanley Kubrick decided to withdraw the film from British distribution. Maybe. JT, well, what do you think of all this? I'm sorry, we've been leaving you out of the conversation. What do you think of this? Do you think... Do you think when things like this happen, do you think movies are partially responsible or no? You're on mute. Sorry, it's hard to say. Um, it's very difficult to say. Oh, um, sorry, what was the question one more time? I was just doing some technical stuff for our stream. Because there were copycat crimes when this movie was released. Okay. Um there were women, there were men who were doing some unconsensual actions to a woman and they were singing, singing in the R word instead of singing in the rain. Oh, okay. Like in the movie. And it got to the point where Stanley Kubrick took the film out of British distribution. Um, Do you think when actions like this, these type of actions, do you think the movies are to blame I, it's such a it's a very loaded question. I'm not sure to give you an honest answer. I really don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, like, do do I think like the film should have been like pulled? Is that what you're saying? If if you want to answer that question, go right ahead. Um, you know, my honest opinion, because like if a movie like this comes around once in a generation or a lifetime, and it really has stood the test of time, it really is. A, it, I I've not seen it, but to my knowledge, it is it is a very cult classic, but it is a very brilliant film by Kubrick. Um, but my God, it's I think that some things are just not meant to be seen depending on how graphic or how horrific they are, if that makes sense. Like, no, you, I, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, and this, this could be, an, this might have been an example of that, if that makes sense. I have not seen the film. Uh, I would like to at some point, but I gotta like do with the lights on kind of thing. So. And you know what? Because just I want to ask you, since you're basically our film historian here. Mm -hmm. Do you think Kubrick may have felt partially responsible for these things? I do think that he did. Um, I feel like he got spooked by the fact that people were copying what was being done in the film. And I think that's why he pulled the distribution in the UK because that's where it was happening. Um, if it started happening in the US, I probably think 
he would have done the same there. Do you think in the end of the day, Stanley Kubrick made the right decision? Um, I think for the time he did. Um, eventually, I think it did get un unbanned. So, I think at the time he made the smart choice, and not exposing a very volatile generation of British youth to that. The film was also banned in Ireland until 1990, yeah. until 2000. The film was the film was it was also banned in Singapore there was an attempt to lift the ban in 2006. However, the su submission for the M18 rating was rejected and the ban was not lifted. The ban was later lifted five years later in 2011. South Africa banned it until 1984, until available over the eight for people over 21. Yeah. Brazil was banned until 1978. Spain, it debuted in the 1975 Roledo International Film Festival. And, but due to student protests, they didn't. And the final screenings were in the commercial festival with. Long cues of expecting students after the festival, the film went into the art house circuit and later in commercial cinema successfully. And it was banned in Malta until 2000. And the, the, the author of the film, whose name I... Burgess, he had a mixed reception about the movie. He said he liked Malcolm McDowell and Michael Bates and the use of music. He praised it as brilliant, but he was concerned that it lacked the movie's final redemptive chapter and an absence he blamed upon the American publisher. And 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 but the relationship between the two of them soured after ag after Kubrick left Burgess to defend the film from accusations of glorifying violence. Yeah, Burgess tried to explain the Christian moral points of the story. And outrage Christian organizations and defended against the newspaper. And wow, he only got $500 from the movie. He got screwed. Hmm. 
when the $500 that were given to him for the rights of the film. And Burgess uh, made a stage adaptation of this as well. Called A Clockwork Orange, A Play With Music. You know, something tells me I don't want to see that play. Probably not. Maybe he has singing in the rain. Oh, God. Yeah, this is a movie. I don't know if I ever want to see it. I think it's worth watching once and then being done with it. You know what? I think that's a fair point. Justin, agree or disagree? What was that? I think it's a movie to watch once. JT said it's a movie to watch once and just never watch it again. Yeah, probably. So it's one of those things to see it just to say you've seen it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So... so this was kind of all of our picks. Uh Justin, do you want to go next for your next pick or no? Um I think I'm good. You're good. Okay. Bill, are you good? Um, you know, here's something that you wanna Here's something, you know, maybe we could end on a lighter note here for a good laugh. Are you ready? I, I think we uh, could use a good laugh after talking about this, don't you? Oh, God. You know the movie Barney's Great Adventure was banned in Malaysia? For what reason? Guess what? What? No one knows. That's weird. No, no, they said the movie they said the movie itself was unsuitable for children. It's Barney. Can, can, can we all laugh about that for a minute? We built Malaysia has its own Because it says right here, Barney's Great Adventure released in 1998, Barney's first feature-length movie. It was banned in Malaysia, but an exact reason for it hasn't been given. Only that the country found it unsuitable for children, despite being a movie about children using their imagination. That's probably what made it unsuitable. Probably. What, children using their imaginations? <clears throat> I mean... Yeah. <laughs> and the movie Babe was also banned in Malaysia because of its use of pigs. Oh, God. Well, also that's because pigs in Islam are unclean animals. So, those are interesting facts to impress your friends with. Yeah. You know, after talking about clockwork or I think we just needed something to lighten the mood a little bit, but and end on a good note tonight. But can we all believe that Barney was banned? Bill and I talked about Barney, I think, in 2021. Oh, that movies we love as children that we hate today. Yeah, like movies and TV shows we enjoyed as kids, but now we hate. The furry the very first thing we talked about was Barney. That's actually the thumbnail. Yes, it, our, our, the thumbnail on our YouTube video is a Barney meme. Kid you not. You're welcome, Internet. You're welcome. 
Okay, so anybody have anything else to say? Nah, I think in the wise words of Magic Dragons, there's nothing left to say now. Uh, Justin, are you good? I am good. All right. We want to thank you all for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us tonight. Uh, this is a very good topic. On a, kind of a last minute basis, we discussed, we decided to choose this topic, but at the same time, uh, it came off well. I'm glad that we were able to talk about movies that got banned by uh, certain countries or certain organizations and stuff like that, or just, or just banned movies in general. It was a good topic for tonight. Uh, I would be curious if we did a part two as well. One day down the line, movies that are banned, part two. Who knows? We'll have to see, of course. Down the road, maybe. Down the road, down the line. Uh, we got a fun one for you next week. Uh, You're just going to have to wait. Thanks so much for watching, listening. Yes, next week's Mixed Bag is going to be a fun-filled episode for sure. Uh, we want to yeah. thank you all for watching, listening, however you enjoyed us. You have to wait and see what it is next week. Yeah, we're not going to tell you until next Wednesday when the stream pops up. It's so. going to be a surprise! But yes, uh, good show tonight, gentlemen. Proud of you both. Couldn't have you any after. Uh, Bill, you have this thing. It's like some podcast. Sports Insanity podcast on the Sports Insanity Network. Check us out. We are on all platforms. It's busy week coming up. The Super Bowl is on its way. We are, yeah. To us, it's kind of that weird low week because the Super Bowl isn't until next Sunday. So it's kind of that weird week. Yeah, it's not the 4th. It's the 11th, right? Yes. Next week is busy week. Yes. SIN is going to go insane. That's the that's that's in our title. After all, they go insane. So you don't have to. Exactly. I want to thank Justin as well for filling in with his expertise and knowledge. Justin, you're the best, and thank you so much for your expertise. Can do it out of you. Always a pleasure. And thank you all for watching us and the chat board. I know Ali messaged us during our stream as well, saying, "Don't forget to bring up this. Don't forget to bring up that." Uh, she mentioned a lot of other stuff. That's why I was thinking we could do a part two at some point, but we'll have to see about that at some point, too. Okay, so but stay safe. We're all of us here at the Super so stay safe. Take care. Take care, and be awesome. Be awesome.